Hello, welcome back to Subtitles On or Off. I'm Bailey. And I'm Jess, and we love to talk about movies and TV shows and everything in between. Mm-hmm. Um, Bailey, are you watching anything good this week? I did watch this really cute Netflix show that came out recently, probably a couple weeks ago. Um, it's called From Scratch, so it's based off a memoir, and so it was a limited series on Netflix. And it was so cute. It stars Zoe Saldana. Oh, love her. Love her. She did so good. And I'm realizing I really haven't seen her in that many things. It's because you haven't watched Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for that one. <laughs> waiting for that one. Um, But, like, I've obviously seen her in Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. and all that Marvel includes in that. And I saw her in The Atom Project, obviously. Um, I feel like, oh, and Avatar, but again, she's right. not really human in that. Right. And um, so, yeah, it was really fun to see her in this, like, drama series and, like, romantic drama series. Like, it was so freaking cute. Um, but since it was based off a memoir, it covers, like, this whole relationship of this couple. She meets this guy in Florence, and he's from Sicily, so he's Italian. Okay. And she, when she, like, gets to Florence, she's, like, studying abroad. She's in this, like, really short program. And so she knows a little bit of Italian, but, like, not a lot. But she meets this guy. They fall head over heels for each other. And then that's just in the first episode of them kind of meeting. And then the next uh, episode, they, like, move to L.A. together and so each episode there's kind of like a pretty big time jump because it kind of goes through all the main stages of their life so you don't really get any of that filler stuff which i kind of liked because it's like let's just kind of get to the point okay um but it was really cute and like by the by the time they're dating for like a year or whatever she's like full fluent italian like she can speak like and so their conversations are so cute because they are talking in english in one point and then they switch to italian and then they oh. say something else or one says something in italian the other responds in english i'm like this is so freaking so cool. it's like it's like spanglish but what would be the italian version of like spitalian italish <laughs> oh italish yeah <laughs> yeah i yeah something like that but it was really cute and then that's when i learned because i googled because zoe saldana was speaking great italian i was like did she is she fluent in italian and she's fluent in four languages I- Okay, Zoe. Yeah. English, Italian, French, and Spanish. That's hot. I guess from what I was reading, she grew up speaking English, Spanish, and French. And because of that, she understood... Or no, English and Spanish. No, English and French. And because of that, she understands Spanish and Italian or something like that. Hmm. Which I... very different languages. Yeah, I don't know. I think it has something to do with the grammar of it or something yeah i think look i don't know i speak english that's it (laughs) listen i'm picking my spanish back up it's Mm -hmm. it's not going well but i'm picking it back up because um a lot of my coworkers speak spanish so they'll they'll like give me little words and but every so often i stump them i'm like oh how do you say this in spanish i asked them how do you say happy halloween in spanish they were like we have no idea i said oh you don't have halloween they're like no (laughs) yeah well that's like with our friend carla like there i remember one time we asked her how to say something or or no it was like oh what did they just say in spanish and she like couldn't translate Translate it it. yeah she was like i don't know i don't know yeah (laughs) and yeah but no so the show it's beautiful it is sad. Obviously, when you know something's based off a memoir, something tragic happened in that life. For sure. You know? You got a story to tell. Uh, and I bawled my eyes out. Oh. But really? it, was, it was beautiful, though. It was beautiful. Like, it was a good one? Yes. I recommend you watch it, because it was really beautiful and worth it, and I loved it. Okay, sounds really good. I mean, you know, I, like, will never turn down one of your recommendations. I always like what you like <laughs> yeah. and what you recommend. We love to see it. Um, but I think other than that's kind of the only thing that I watched. I mean, I'm keeping up with, um, not the Kardashians, but I'm <laughs> keeping up with Station 19 and Grey's Anatomy. Same. Um, I'm, you know what I was wondering the other day that I need to look up? When is A Million Little Things coming back on? <gasps> I forgot about that show. I finally caught up. You know, it took me forever to catch up because it was I know, it was killing moving. me. I know, I'm so sorry. Because of that plot twist at the end. Did I get caught up? Did I finish it? Yes, you did. Okay. Because okay, you texted okay. me about it. 
Oh, right. Okay. I also convinced my mom to catch up, too, because like, you got to catch Because she also fell off around the time we fell off. And mm. I was like, pick it back up. I don't know why I ended up pushing back through that show, but I'm glad I did because next season I think is going to be good. And then I think it's their last one, too. Did they announce that? Yeah, I think so. Bummer. Um, yeah, I am also keeping up with Grey's Station 19. I feel like I watched one other random little episode of something. Um, I also feel like I fell off of a few shows. Yeah. Like, I'm not caught up on Handmaid's Tale. I never finished The Patient. Right. Um, and a few other things. But you'll be happy to hear, Mm -hmm. I did watch The Offer. thank God. It was so good. Right? So good. I'm obsessed with it. So, obviously, like, you had told me about it and... you kind of gave me the premise of the show and I literally started it the same night that we were talking about it last week. <laughs> cause I was like, you, you had me all hyped up for it. I was like, if I don't start it right now, I'm going to start watching something stupid. Cause I don't have time during the week. These episodes are an hour long. They're so long. I barely get through one 45 minute episode of TV a night. Like, the first one alone is like an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. It's like they went full stranger things with this shit. <laughs> yeah. But I made it my whole way through. I finished it. It was so good. And then it, like, I just, I already loved The Godfather. Yeah. I was, honestly, I was hoping for a little bit more, like, I'm kind of glad that they didn't because it it really felt like a true retelling of events. But I was hoping for a little bit more, like, cliche or, like, Godfather quotes inserted. Yeah. Um, Or, like, little head, like, top of the hat nod to the godfather um but we had so much real behind the scenes action going on we did get a little bit of that though like with the in the end with what was the barry was that the the douchebaggy guy that worked at the um with charlie Uh yeah he said something about like um like keep your enemies close or whatever yeah like they had some or like it's it's, it's business. It's not personal. Like, they had, like, a little... But it's almost like they were quoting the movie that they were so against making. Yeah. Which was... It was fun to see them be like, okay, I get the I get the whole deal with this movie now. Well, and it was so fun to watch them come around at the end to realize how great it is. And, like, it makes me want to rewatch it because I haven't seen it in so long. And it really is a fantastic movie. I mean, it's still revered as one of the greatest, if not the greatest movie of all time. time, And everything that I watched them go through to make it, what just made like the sweet satisfaction so much better. Yeah. And to, but then of course, seeing like the studio heads and the critics and the audience and how much everyone loved it, the Academy Awards, everything. It was really like, oh, man, like that really is like a great movie. Yeah. And it just made me want to like enjoy it and re um, almost like cherish it again. Yeah, absolutely. Because I was having a conversation with my coworker. They've all watched the show. They've been telling me for months to watch it. And so finally, when I watched it, I was able to talk to them about it. And they were like, they were like, imagine that like watching the movie today and how good you still think it is like you know you're watching it you're like god this is a great movie Mm -hmm. like imagine what it felt like to watch it then Mm -hmm. because movies like they just didn't exist like that like that's not how movies were shot and like this you can really see how today's filmmaking was geared off of and inspired by the godfather just from the shots and just the storytelling like the way they they told that story is how a lot of movies now are told it's not so kitschy and like straightforward like a bunch of older movies were when it's also about like the integrity of it like the way that francis ford coppola fought for filming legit in sicily and like even the um one of the scenes early on the first scene that they shot in new york and everybody on the budget was like, do you really need all these, like, time period cars? Like, we could have just shot it up close and, like, no one would know. And he really just did it so well. Yeah. And I think that, honestly, like, not knowing the full extent to Al Ruddy's, like, involvement with the mafia, like, not knowing that 
but knowing it now kind of lends to how accurate the movie is and that feeling of family and that Al was constantly like, I'm going to make you a movie that you would be proud of. Yes. And I'm like, oh, the line of like a cold blue terrifying film about people you you love. love. Oh, Oh, my God. Like that was spot on iconic. When I heard that line, I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. That was in like the first... Like it was hour, the first episode, like, yeah, yeah. First episode, yeah. Yeah, and so that was fantastic. That's when I really got behind Al's character too. Yes. Like that was well, so in cool. the fact that he read the book on the flight to New York <laughs> yeah. because he had never read it. Yeah. And yeah, well, I loved to the callback later when I think it was Charlie or Bob Evans or I think it was Charlie that was watching. Um, like he he just watched the the final cut of the movie and he mm-hmm. was like uh, an ice or. Uh, terrifying what, what was it the an ice, ice blue ice cold, cold film blue, blue ter- ice blue <laughs> ice blue terrifying, terrifying film about people, people you, love. you love yeah and he like said that and like kind of reassured himself he was like god damn it he did it you know? yeah like, yeah and just seeing that was so so nice i was gonna say something oh the um the scene with Al Pacino and the gun and the the prop guy. Yeah. When Francis was talking to him and he was like, out there, you're calm, cool, collected. In here, you can be as scared as you want. You know, like you're terrified. They were supposed to plant the gun. You don't even know if they did plant the gun. And you're looking and you, you know, this is where you show your fear. But out there, you don't. And it was great seeing how al found out that he was literally about to get fired if he did not perform in this scene which yeah. is by far the best scene in the movie if you yeah. ask me like it's ugh. oh no i i will argue you there because the best scene in the movie is the dinner scene that okay i'm sorry true. in the show oh um, well yeah but i mean like in the movie that the, oh the in, the scene, in the actual movie, movie yeah. oh yes yes yes, yes. Um, um, but no, and then and then Francis had the prop guy. He was like, "Oh, move, move it, move it, and put it up a little higher because I was kind of short, so he would really have to reach for it." And he wanted that fear in him to be like, "Fuck, am I in the wrongs? Like, do I yeah. not know where I it is right now?" It was so good. Um, but yes, the dinner the scene. dinner scene. Oh my god, the way like how did they get all these actors to like start calling him dad or like. What do they call the dawn? The dawn, yeah. And like all this stuff, but then the way that they like, they just showed such a clear chemistry of these actors, like giving leeway to the dawn, and like you know, cousin Vinny or whatever his name is is gonna say some off the cuff shit, mm-hmm. and then he's gonna be like, oh shit, like oh sorry, like you know, and it was. And then to watch Francis, who put all of these pieces together, to watch him watch what was happening and to just have him sip his wine. And he just, he was so happy. And it was like, you know, after everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. Oh, yeah. We still got an amazing film made. And we, like, Al fought for the right cast Mm -hmm. and they got it made. And, like, finally, you just see. it really come together yeah. and it was, it was really cool. I get, I got so many goosebumps. I actually cried. I, I teared up at the end when they won best picture. Oh, hundred percent. Already like, yeah. Cause all he, he just put his head down and he was just every, like I cried. Well, I cried. I cried so much when, but what I loved of how they shot that scene is that the camera wasn't on miles as Al. It was on Bob Evans because Bob, like, was the one that gave him, the, you know, Bob w- had his back this whole time, even when he didn't want to. He was like, fuck you, yeah. but I'm going to do it for you anyway. Yeah. And then they sh- they were showing Bob, and then you got to see his excitement when they said Al ready, and then you saw Al, and then he was just, like, so overwhelmed. The fact that he wanted to leave, and he said, this is Cabaret's night. Yeah. Ugh. And she was like, sit down. You're fine. But I can't blame Al at all for wanting to move on from The Godfather, not wanting to do the second one. Yeah. After all that he went through, yeah. I would move on too. After I watched the show, I saw this quote from Al Reddy that he basically said that... Oh, no, it wasn't... I mean, yes, I did see a quote, but Miles Teller did an interview with, I think, Jimmy Kimmel when they were talking about the, the show... And he was talking to, Miles was talking to Al, and Al said, just go to work every day 
acting as if it's the worst day of your life because (laughs) every day working on this movie was the worst day of my life oh my god that's how much he hated it wow which sucks you know creating something so good and you can't even really be proud of it because of how much trauma it caused you yeah it was just like one thing after another and like to layer the mafia on top of that was like insane i know but it was so good highly recommend to everybody who has not seen it it is such a good show and then i'm gonna go watch the godfather just to like you know I know. Put all the pieces together. And then I've actually never seen the second one. I will admit that. We don't have to talk about the third one because nobody in the film industry no wants to talk one, about the third yeah. one. But I, I will the watch sec- the second one. I haven't seen the second one either. I want to watch it. Yeah. Um, But that's where the, the Fredo kiss comes in because I always hear, like, they always, like, talk about it in shows and stuff. Uh, like especially in New Girl, like Nick, like when Schmidt like kisses Nick on the lips, he's like, "Stop Fredo kissing me, Schmidt!" <laughs> yeah. And I never understood it until like kind of like recently when I was watching all this Godfather stuff, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, that's from the second Godfather." Got yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So What's I, your favorite Godfather quote? Oh, honestly, I think it's gonna be the. <laughs> Bada bing, those brains all over your nice Ivy League suit. <laughs> I just love the delivery of that line. I love that that is your favorite line. That's like, so good. Because it's so not one of the commonly quoted yeah. lines. It's like, what, you're going to go in there and then bada bing, those brains all over your nice Ivy League suit. Because <laughs> no one thinks Michael can do it. He's like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I think mine's probably take the gun lead the cannoli just because it's so it's so good iconic but the one that i always like pull out which is and i pull it out at the most random times when we're not even talking about the godfather Uh and i just like it just randomly i'm just like i never wanted this for you Uh, you know that cat was like so drugged up in the first scene that cat is on so many meds and it's just like sleeping in marlon brando's arms like oh speaking of marlon brando okay justin chambers oh (laughs) my god right right yeah i was surprised i was watching it and i was like you've got to be kidding me i've never seen him in anything else so i was really excited have you seen the wedding planner he plays the fiance. Oh the my player. god! You just pulled that out of like the yeah. safety box in my safety deposit box in my head. Yeah. Um, he always has a weird accent and everything else. Doesn't he play does. like a really weird, like nerdy guy in that movie? He Is plays he... like an Italian, I think. An Italian? Yeah. Okay, I need to rewatch that movie because I have no idea what we're talking I about. I feel like like with Matthew McConaughey and J Lo. Yeah, but he's like her fiance. Right. But he doesn't speak very good English, so he has a really thick accent. I don't remember that at all. I swear. Watch it. I've seen that movie so many times, it's crazy. She said Bible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I know he did so good. I that's I think that's how I convinced my mom to watch this show. I'm like, you need to watch this show. Justin Chambers is playing Marlon Brando, okay? Like Also the guy that they got to play Al Pacino. <gasps> spot so on. Good. I'm oh sorry, look alike who? Like the way that he played Al Pacino being such a nervous, like soft spoken small, small small man. Small man. <laughs> but then in that dinner scene, like you were saying, and he just snapped into character as Michael, but like post Michael, like post shooting Michael. Yeah. And he was like, you know what Corleone stands for? Like I was like, Oh my, oh my god. god. Also, just a little quick tidbit, an appreciation for Al Pacino. He was hella hot when he was young. Yeah. Him as Michael? Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, Bailey. <laughs> well, just like watching The Godfather, I'm like, hello. <laughs> hello, Dom. Okay. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. It's Miles Teller for me. Oh, well, obviously. But I'm talking actual Al Pacino in no, actual for Godfather. Sure. But, yeah, Miles, ugh, don't even get me started on that man. <laughs> Ooh, that TikTok you sent me the, the other day. Which one? <laughs> the one where it's like, you know, my throat's been hurting a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, okay. There's just, like, something about that man's thighs that, like. Oh, the way he bulked up <laughs> in the past, like, five years. He looks good. 
I've, yeah, you just can't go wrong with Miles Teller. I'll watch anything he's in. I've honestly seen a lot of Miles Teller stuff. Yeah. I probably haven't seen as much as you. I definitely not like his whole filmography, but. Yeah. I mean, I haven't either. I haven't seen Whiplash, and that's one that you yell at me about. Bro, I, I keep forgetting that. You need to watch that. I know. You need to watch that for sure. That's a fantastic well, movie. Well, and I really like drummers. Like, I like drumming, so I don't see why I wouldn't like it. This is a very different drum movie. Well, I know. But I, I love, like, intense. He's, he's, his, uh, it's like he's a music coach, right? And he's the drummer. Like, there's a music coach, and then Miles he's Teller the is the drummer. And it's jazz, which is oh. very different. Mm. And J.K. Simmons plays, I think, either, not really a coach. Yes, a coach, but also, like, he's, like, the lead. Not the... Conductor? Conductor. Maybe the conductor, but it's just, it's not, like, an orchestra. It's, mm. like, it's a jazz... It's different. I've just always seen the clip with the metronome, and then he's, like, hitting the drums really hard and sweating, yeah. and then it's, like, cutting back and forth from the metronome to him, and then, like, all of a sudden. And then J.K. Simmons is, like, yelling at him. Yelling like, at him, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty intense, but, like, it's really good, dude. Great movie. Okay. I will I will obviously watch it eventually. We can I'll... watch it together, because I haven't seen it in forever. Fantastic. We also need to watch Godfather Tar, too. All right, let's do that, too. Okay. All right. Shall we get in... To this week's episode. Turkey Day. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> Thanksgiving episodes. All right, Bailey, before we dive in, what's your what's your favorite Thanksgiving side dish? Um, Yams. Sweet potatoes. Are you serious? Swear to God. Actually, and green bean casserole. Okay, green bean casserole is my number one. I love a good sweet potato. What do you mean? Nah, I just, I've, like, uh, sweet potatoes were not... Also, well, do you call them sweet potatoes or yams? Sweet potatoes for sure. Right? But if people call them yams because, like, sweet potatoes apparently are the the white... There's white sweet potatoes. I've heard that, too. And yams are the orange ones. I feel like usually when I refer to the potato itself, I call it a sweet potato. <laughs> right. But, however, the Thanksgiving dish like with the, the dish. marshmallows uh-huh. and the brown sugar, why is that always a yam something? Right. I still call it sweet potato, though. Oh, okay. Well, we never had that growing up. Oh, really? That was a staple in my Yeah, house. like, my brother, like, had Thanksgiving or Friendsgiving, whatever, somewhere else one year and had this thing, and he was like, all right, I'm going to be making this every year from now on. Because it's delicious. Because it's delicious. Yeah. But we never had it growing up. It was mm-hmm. always mashed potatoes, creamy casserole, stuffing, and a roll, and your turkey, and your gravy. That's it? Yeah. Wow. No mac and cheese. No sweet potato. See, we weren't a mac and cheese family. Apparently, no, that's, that's, in the a, south. that's a big thing. Yeah, it's, it's more in the South. We did corn. My dad really likes creamed corn. Oh, creamed corn. Yeah. No. Um, no, thank you. Uh, me neither. I never <laughs> ate it. Am I honestly, my dad was is the to this day the only person that eats the creamed corn at Thanksgiving and Christmas because my mom makes it for both, and she makes a whole dish. Because he, he'll eat it throughout the week. That's but so funny because if you say creamed it. corn in my dad's presence, he will gag on the spot. <laughs> no. Like, my, it's like creamed corn and it's like got, it's like sweet. There's a lot of butter in it. it yeah. Like, I, I couldn't do it. But I still remember, I'm going to like out my family for a minute right now. Great. Because I still remember the first year after living in LA that I went back to my parents' house for Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. And I'd just been on this journey of, like, I'm in Los Angeles. I'm going to try all these new foods. I have, like, you know, I'm not just, like, eating what my parents make. I'm, like, cooking for myself. I'm going to try new things, try new restaurants, all this stuff. And I go back to my parents' house for Thanksgiving and cue the most bland white person Thanksgiving dinner you've ever seen in your entire life. There was no garlic on my mashed potatoes. There was no seasoning on the turkey. Like, I... (laughs) It was just like, this food has been good to me for the last 18 years, and I come back, and it's, like, not good. It's just salt and pepper central. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I, I feel that. But there's also something so nostalgic about it that, like... About your mom's I've, cooking? Yeah, I still love it. Because I've tried other people's green bean casseroles. No one does it like my mom. Yeah, like, I, even I make my mom's, and, like, it's not even my mom's recipe. It's the recipe on the back of the freaking French literally. onion thing. <laughs> but, like, I try making it, and, like, it's good. But, yeah, something about not making it yourself, is, <laughs> and, like, your mom making it, it's just, like, oh, 
I do have to cook Thanksgiving dinner this year, so we'll see how that goes. (laughs) I always help out. I'll probably do, because we go, my roommate Megan and I go to Fallon's family for Thanksgiving, just because they're kind of, they're in Arizona, so it's just a nice little drive over there. Um, But we all kind of each do a dish. And do a little potluck style. Yeah, and so, but I think I do too because I need green bean casserole and the sweet potatoes, so I make both of mm. them. But they're very easy to make. Yeah. Were you ever a cranberry person? Nope. No. Nope. Get that off my table. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't eat, like, why is it called cranberry sauce? It's jelly. <laughs> exactly. I can't. And just like, I never understood. Is it served cold or warm? Either cold, way, who sure. wants Cold! Maybe a room temp, right? A little nasty. A little lukewarm. <laughs> I don't know. To this day, though, I think the best Friendsgiving we'd ever had was that first potluck we had at my apartment. Yes. Because, 100% yes. Dude, the fa- why? Tell me why we all prepared full size dishes for like five people. <laughs> and like, we, I think we each made like two. Like, yeah. We all, it was, we were fed for a week. Like, we had so much food. I still, like, to this day, I think she's made it since then, but I still remember that day's um, Carla's green pasta. Yeah. So good. So she came in with, like, not even the... Oh, didn't she have these? She has these a 9 by 11 casserole yep. pan, the green pasta, and mac and cheese, and she killed both. But it wasn't just a regular 9 11 pan. It was, like, the deep dish yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Like, that thing was thick. <laughs> Because I think she still took, I think she took a good amount home. Yeah. Like, it was. I think you did the green bean casserole. I did the turkey. Mm-hmm. Great year. There were a couple pies. Yep. There was another dessert. Spinach artichoke dip, for sure. Spinach artichoke dip. I think I made sweet potatoes also. Um, yeah. It was... And a little Pillsbury Grand's biscuit. Duh. Gotta, <laughs> gotta have a roll. You gotta, gotta have... get those a couple weeks in advance and they're not out. <sighs> facts <laughs> i right. still remember i think it was super bowl this is just fa- are you talking about this year's super bowl yes because the cream cheese shortage fucked me over okay yeah. <laughs> like speaking of just needing to get things early okay but speaking of potluck that was a fire potluck yeah it was and i found cream cheese in time so <laughs> we got lucky there okay but another great thing about Thanksgiving is the fantastic uh, TV episodes that we get. The best. With Thanksgiving season. Honestly, we don't. This is the thing that I miss about older TV shows that were on before we were watching TV. Mm-hmm. Like Friends, for example. Is that like I feel like we just don't get those themed episodes anymore. Right? Like no one cares. I feel like we do. But they're not the same. Yeah. Like and they're not they're not like fully done to full complete execution mm-hmm. like we were just watching a couple weeks ago we had halloween and i watched like the whatever gray's anatomy episode they had that week and it was like no mention of halloween whatsoever until the last five minutes when bailey wants to bring prue out right and like and meredith went and took them trick-or-treating right yeah like what and happened also- to like the you know, we used to get, like, bloodied accidents on Halloween, yeah. coming into the ER. Um, when like, Meredith brought her mother to work in a bag? Like, her ashes. That yeah. was Halloween, and she was dumping her down the scrub sink. Or actually, this is... I didn't have this on my notes for today, which actually it might be the episode that I have on my notes for today. Let me look into this, because um, wasn't the... No. I'm going to completely butcher myself right now. But basically, I'm thinking of the episode of Grey's Anatomy where the family tried to play tug of war with a clothesline. Why did I think that was Thanksgiving? No, it was just a random family reunion. It was a reunion. family reunion. <laughs> Anyways. But the fact that we both know that no, it was a family reunion is so sad. <laughs> yeah. Like, mm. um, But I feel, but there used to be like, there's always like, you know, holiday theme episodes. Yeah. And... Also, are we just not watching, like, things that are on? But a lot of things aren't, like, on cable anymore. No, I mean, and if they are, they're, people just watch them on Hulu. But there's really not that many sitcoms on anymore. And sitcoms are the places to be for those themed episodes. Right. I am thinking of, like, Abbott Elementary. Yeah. They'll do it, for sure. Okay. 
But I, I'm not cut up, but you yeah. Know. Another thing too, though, with the TV shows that I know we're going to mention today in this episode is we only kind of started to see these patterns when they had multiple seasons. Right. And if we're That's currently watching something, we don't really know that this is going to be a significant thing until, you know, five seasons in or whatever right. when it happens again. And as far as streaming services go, we're getting a lot of like these, you know, limited series releases essentially, or they'll do a one season drop, but they drop it all. So it's essentially you could watch it all in one day or one week. Right. And if it's not specifically like they are dropping like Halloween themed stuff, they'll drop Christmas stuff. But um it isn't like it's not the same. I feel like almost the whole show is Christmas themed now. Yeah. Instead of, you know, a whole sitcom that has a month long season and yeah. then we just get a Christmas episode or two. So it's definitely a different vibe for sure. It actually brings me to something interesting that I was listening to Armchair Expert and I can't I don't remember whose episode it was, but Dax was talking about this article that he was reading that when Will and Grace came out a long time ago originally and the you know just communities would just take polls like voting polls on mm-hmm. you know how which way they would vote which way they're swinging and something about the polls like specifically with gay marriage it drastically went up in support after Will and Grace had aired and he was saying he was like everybody you knew everybody was watching the same thing at the same time every week yeah because what else were you doing because there weren't that many tv shows on and every and it's like oh you got to talk about the episode tomorrow so we got to watch it tonight right because it was just a community thing that everybody was watching the same thing and so you could have these really like essentially political standings but not really but just like kind of make it more friendly but like kind of like Try to encourage people to, like, think differently Okay. through the storytelling, which shows have been doing for years and even more so now. Right. But back then it was so, like, out of the out of the box, you know? But because of that and because everyone was watching it in their homes, they started to really think about it. And it was just interesting hearing that of, like, everybody was watching the same thing all the time. And now everyone's watching something different because everything airs. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's so much different stuff places. out there. And so not everybody's watching the same thing anymore. So you don't really know what people are thinking all the time. Yeah. Like I finished the offer the other day and I was like, okay, what do I watch now? And a couple of titles popped up and I'm like, oh, everybody was talking about that. Oh, that just won a bunch of Emmys. Oh, what about this? Everybody's talking about this right now. And I'm like, I'm too overwhelmed. I'm just going to like watch, you know, a YouTube video and go to bed. Like (laughs) Literally me today at lunch. I was like, I need to start something. And I was like, I'm just going to watch YouTube because I can't process this right now. Well, yeah, because... What you were saying of be like, oh, everyone's talking about this right now. It's like, yeah, everyone was talking about that a week ago, and we've already moved on to this now. Yeah. And so I feel like I can't even watch that now because I'm too far behind. And it's like, if you don't watch it the day it comes out, like, you're irrelevant at this point. It's like, yeah. no one cares about your opinion. <laughs> yeah, like, um, a few weeks ago, literally every single one of my coworkers and I were watching The Watcher, and I think three of us had finished it around the same time, and so... And I think even one of them finished it first. And I was like, okay, I am watching the last episode tonight. We'll talk about it tomorrow. And so the three of us talk about it the next day. And then the following Monday or Tuesday, our other coworker comes in and is like, guys, I finished the watch. And I'm like, babe, we already talked about it. Yeah, We're done. We We're past that. <laughs> you missed it. <laughs> okay. What are you watching next? <laughs> All right. But let's go back to the Thanksgiving episodes. Yes. Um, any favorites standing out to you? Uh, absolutely. Well... You know, a favorite is hard. I'm just, I'm so partial to Friends, obviously. Okay, let's just dive right in. Friends has so many. Friends did one almost every single season. That was their big, like, you know you're always going to get a Thanksgiving episode from Friends. Because Chandler Bing hates Thanksgiving (laughs) with a passion. So good. For good reason. You know, childhood trauma, okay? He's not all right. yeah. Okay, since they have a lot, we'll just roll through them. I kind of have a little recap on each of them, but Mm -hmm. we're just going to roll through them. So season one, we got the one where Underdog gets away, and this was the first one, first season, and it's the first Friends 
Thanksgiving, the first Friendsgiving, if you will. And so um, I guess like Monica and Ross's parents go away on a trip. So it's their first Thanksgiving with all the friends. Oh, yeah. And the underdog balloon in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade (laughs) floats away. They go out on the roof to watch it float away and they all get locked on the roof Dinner gets ruined. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you a Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade watcher? Yeah. Um, not so much in the recent years because I don't have cable. Oh yeah. But yeah. I love it. I have to watch it. The dog the dog show? Usually I'm never up early enough to watch it. Um Okay. Well that's a you problem. <laughs> but you could also <laughs> you also record it and watch it throughout the day. Oof. Like we just, I just have to have it on. I might not sit and watch yeah, it, but I need it's it on. Usually on, um, but then football gets turned on. Like in my family growing mm. up, football, the football game would get turned on. That has to happen after we watch the majority of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. We have to watch the Rockettes, and then we have to watch the dog show. Mm-hmm. And then my dad gets to turn on football. <laughs> Anyways, it. I couldn't find a record of there being a Thanksgiving episode. In season two. Uh-huh. So skipping to season three, we have the one with the football. Oh, great episode. Monica and Ross, sibling rivalry, football out in the park. This is the one where, like, the blonde European lady, like, Chandler and Joey are fighting over. Yeah. God, it's so funny. And then they're out there for hours. And then is it Monica that's, like, laying on the field with the ball? Yeah, because Monica... <laughs> this, I relate so much to Monica and Ross in this moment because they're so competitive. Yeah. And they will not... Like, like they're go. holding on to the ball. Oh, they're both holding on to they're it. They're both That's holding right. on to the ball. And the rest of them are like, we're going inside to eat. And it's dark out. And they're both still not letting yeah. go of the ball. After Monica, like, already slaved away in the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, I don't care. <laughs> okay, season four. The one with Chandler in the box. Oh, my God. Iconic episode. That one's so funny. It makes it even funnier that Chandler hates Thanksgiving because he's just, like, there. But he's, like, making commentary from the box. And- Little finger in yeah. the hole. <laughs> What I love in that is when, um, friggin', did you, did you watch Criminal Minds? Yeah. Okay, Prentice plays the, the girlfriend. Oh my god, yeah. When she goes there and is, like, trying to talk to Chandler, and she's just like, why is, what, why is he in the box? And they're like, this is how he's making it up to Joey. And then she's like, okay. <laughs> she's like, seems fair, I guess. Okay, season five, we have the one with all the Thanksgiving flashbacks. Yeah. Or I think it's just called the one with all the all Thanksgivings. Thanksgivings. Yeah. So that's funny. That's actually the one with the meme where Monica puts the turkey on her head and goes to Chandler's door. Yes. So good. Was that the one that we found out that Monica cut hit, cut Chandler's toe off or something? Oh, the flashbacks? I don't think so because they're not. Oh, they are together in season five. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah, because that's when. Monica finds out that Chandler called her fat or whatever, and yes. then that's when she lost all the weight, and then uh, that then she got skinny, and then that's when she cut off his toe. <laughs> he was like, you cut off my toe because I called you fat or something? Oh, God, that was, that was a good one. So good. Okay, and then one that personally I think is the best one, oh, season was- six, it's called The One Where Ross Gets High, oh. and it's where, like... <laughs> Monica and Ross are fighting with their parents and Monica outs Ross for being the one to get high in college and it wasn't Chandler and then all the secrets come out (laughs) Hurricane Gloria didn't break the porch swing Monica Monica did Monica and Chandler are living (laughs) together Ross married Rachel in Vegas and got divorced again. again. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to put beef, beef in the, the trifle. <laughs> I want to go. <laughs> I love Jacques Cousteau. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then their mom goes, that's a lot of information to get in 10 seconds. I could argue that that was one of the most iconic episodes over the whole series. One of the best episodes. I used to always say my favorite one is when they play the game when they lose the apartment. Oh, that one's so good. That's one of my favorites. I used to say that used to be my favorite. 
And then I love the one with all the resolutions, but this one I think is is up there. God, it's so it's good. so good. Okay. Season seven, the one where Chandler doesn't like dogs. Um, okay, I would say that one's boring, except for this is the one where Ross won't let himself eat Thanksgiving dinner until he's named all 50 states. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And that part is funny. I love it when Joey's like, I got 56. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, so good. Well, and then Ross still doesn't eat, and then he shows up at the door later, and he, what does he say? He's like, oh, I forgot. Iowa. Iowa, yeah. Something weird. <laughs> or like, Ohio, Ohio, maybe. <laughs> something weird. And then he goes in, and then he starts eating the turkey, and Chandler's like, you have Mississippi on there twice. Or yeah, something like yeah. that. Something twice. <laughs> and then Ross is like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's another thing that I relate to Ross, and the fact of you're like, oh, I can do this. And then you try to prove your point, and then you just give up. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, season eight, the one with the rumor. Oh. This is the one with Brad Pitt. Mr. Pitt. <laughs> oh. Iconic. Absolutely. Um, this is the one where high school friend or like he used to What was his name? Will? Will. So he used to like not be attractive in high school or whatever, and then he mm-hmm. obviously like lost weight and had to glow up. And then um, he admits that he started the rumor around school that Rachel had, like, both male and female sexual <laughs> organs. And and they had the I heart or the I hate, I hate Rachel, Rachel Club. Club yeah. <laughs> and it was him and Ross. Isn't this when Ross and Rachel have a baby at this point? What season is this? Season eight. Okay. So no, I don't think they have not. a baby yet. Because uh, it's season nine. They definitely have the baby. Maybe she's pregnant. She's pregnant. Oh, she's totally pregnant yeah. in season eight. Are her and Ross to- her and Ross aren't together though? No. Okay, but then in season nine, it's called the one with Rachel's other sister, and this is where Rachel's other sister Amy, played by Christina Applegate, <laughs> oh iconic, invites herself to Thanksgiving, and that's just a shit show because Amy's just yeah. so annoying, and she's so annoying about like the whole baby too. Okay, and then there's one more, and it's called. It's season 10. It's the one with the late Thanksgiving. Well, that's the one where Monica is just like over it and doesn't want to cook Thanksgiving dinner because Chandler doesn't eat it. Phoebe doesn't eat meat and all the all this stuff. And so she's like, I'm not doing it. And then they all get mad and upset. And they're like, no, you have to do it. And, but then they all like have other plans like ross and joey are at the knicks game yeah and phoebe and rachel, phoebe and rachel are like emma in, in a, a beauty, beauty pageant. pageant yeah and then they're all late and they're like i thought you were there they're like i thought you were there and, and then that's the iconic one where they put their heads through the door they're like the oh scene God, where their heads yeah because yeah. monica locks them out yeah <laughs> fantastic all right well that is a wrap on the friends thanksgiving episodes i mean can you pick a favorite um favorite i it's gotta be the one where ross gets high yeah 100 percent for sure and then after that i think it would be the rumor the rumor so good just when phoebe's like come on will just take your shirt off and tell us <laughs> i forgot about that <laughs> I, oh my god so good so good okay another show that had if you ask me iconic thanksgiving episodes or shall i say slapsgiving okay let's talk about it how i met your mother had the best uh, like running joke throughout the show and it was the iconic slap bet between marshall and barney oh my god it was so good which then turned thanksgiving into slapsgiving every year slapsgiving I can't tell you how much, like, how good this episode is. Like, obviously, How I Met Your Mother is a great show, front to back, personally. But this episode, where the whole episode, you're just like, is it going to happen? And then Marshall's like, I think it was a an episode before, um, or maybe right at the beginning of this episode, Marshall yeah. says, "You're the next slap is coming. Slap number three is coming at Thanksgiving. <laughs> and But the whole time, I'm like... Look, listen, okay, it's Marshall. Like, he could just be riling Barney up and not slapping him at all today. 
which is exactly what Barney was saying. He's like, you're not going to do it. You just want me to sweat it out. You're not yeah. going to do it. And Which the, he does. He sweats it out all day. All day. And then anytime like, Marshall would reach for like the salt yeah. pepper and like kind of go in hard. And then he'd be like, whoa, Barney. And Barney would flinch every time. He's like, hey, buddy, calm down. Why Just, are you so touchy? Yeah. Like, let's relax. All right. And then he slaps him like at the most random time. Yeah. When he's least expecting it. Yeah. And it, it was perfect, too, because like, of course, Lily had to be present for all the slaps. Of course. And she was there at Thanksgiving. Um... But, yeah, that one was so good. Do you remember? Because throughout the years, they would do one every probably couple of years. And each episode would be, like, the first one was Slapsgiving and then Slapsgiving Part 2, Slapsgiving Part 3. Like, they would have them. But later throughout the years, Marshall would send Barney, like, an Evite with him, like, in a hand. And he's like, Slapsgiving is coming. <laughs> yeah. like, he would just taunt him leading up to it. They had, like, I mean, as far as the five slaps go, it was, like, one and two were pretty close together. We waited a while. Three came at Slapsgiving. And then we waited a long time. There there was a lot. Because I binged How I Met Your Mother. I don't know about you if you watched it uh, on. I binged, I think, half of it. And then okay. Because I binged the whole thing, like, honestly, this year or last year. Yeah. And so r- watching it in a row, I remember there being a fat pause between... Slap number three, Slap's Giving, and the next slap, which I think was way later, and then, of course, the last one. But um, great running joke. Wasn't there a part when Marshall got more slaps? Like, I think involving the... Oh, the ducky tie. Because yes. they said... Okay, because he wanted to take it off for the date he had with Nora. He was meeting her parents or something. He was like, please just let me take the ducky tie off. And they're like, okay, but for three more slaps or two more <laughs> slaps or something. And he yeah. was like fine or you know i think so he got more so that's how they were able to take it further further um but nothing is more iconic than that final slap at barney's wedding that you can't beat it it's just it's so good because marshall could have milked it too marshall could have been like let's do it when i'm 50 like yeah he could have waited but in that moment because barney was getting cold feet and barney was like I got, it's the other tie, I gotta get the other tie, and then Marshall just slaps him across the face. Perfect timing, because Lily was walking down the aisle, and then she, like, kind of pointed at him, like, yeah, I saw it, and, oh, it was so good. Iconic. But they have great Thanksgiving episodes, like, just the, I mean, I don't remember really much of any other aspect of the Thanksgiving episode. No, Slapsgiving or nothing. (laughs) That's it. All right, another one. That had great Thanksgiving episodes and multiple across the series. New Girl. Oh, yes. Of course. They had great ones where you were like, I feel like New Girl was, is it too bold to say New Girl was like the next Friends? I, honestly, I would say Hi, My Mother was the next Friends. I mean, chronologically, yes. But as far as Thanksgiving episodes go. Oh, yeah. 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 Um. Okay, so season one, we had... I think it's just called Thanksgiving. Dude, the season one Thanksgiving episode is probably my favorite one. Yeah, yeah. Because that's when we meet, or we don't meet him, but it's a big episode for Paul Ginslinger, who is one of my favorite (laughs) running characters in New Girl, like reoccurring characters. I don't think you know his last names. I was just going to be like, teacher, coworker, Paul. No, because later they call him Ginslinger because (laughs) it's just his name, but it's played... My freaking um Justin, Justin Long, Long that homie, so freaking funny. But then when he comes over, and that one, I've I've just seen it so many times. And he's sitting there, and he's talking to Nick, and he's like, "Well, someone needs to go run to the store to grab something." And just and Paul is like, "Well, I've had two pumpkin ales, so I cannot drive." And he goes, "How many pumpkin ales have you had, Nick?" And Nick <laughs> or Nicholas, and he goes. Oh, I've had zero pumpkin ales. <laughs> <laughs> but th- doesn't he say like, but I've had three like beers or probably whatever. I don't know. Okay. Which one's the Thanksgiving? Is it the first one where like, <laughs> is it there, like one of the neighbors in the building dies? Yes. So that is the first one <laughs> because uh, Jess is freaking out so much about having Paul over and they the turkey didn't thaw and so she like puts it in the dryer and then she tries to like hug it and then it ends up burning in the the oven or something and 
so they go over and use the neighbor's oven because Jess has a key. So they go over and they're cooking all this stuff. And then um, Paul, like, goes to the bathroom and finds the neighbor, like, dead on the toilet yeah. or something. And then he's, Oh, my like, God. He, the, the paramedics show up and wrap him in one of those, like, aluminum blankets because he's freaking out so much. <laughs> and then he, like, leaves. But then he ends up in the elevator with the, 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 old, the dead lady on the freaking Gertie. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, that's a great episode. That's when we start... Like, Nick and Jess's vibes start happening because they have that fight outside the neighbor's apartment where Jess is like, I want to I wanna get with him so bad. And like, so <laughs> And hard. everyone inside can yeah. hear. Big time. I want to I <laughs> do a big time. And then <laughs> they open the door. And I think Schmidt's like, yeah, uh, just so you know, we can all hear everything you're saying. <laughs> and yeah. Oh, it's a great episode. What else did they have? They did... We have Parents, season two. Oh, Parent Trap. Jess tries to parent trap her divorced parents. I'm going to freaking Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis, I know. (laughs) So good. That one didn't stand out as much. I mean, I liked the Parent Trap aspect of it. It was fun. Um, Okay, they have another one where they went camping. Oh, this one's funny. See, it was season three. It was when Nick and Jess are newly dating and they wanted to throw like a Thanksgiving for their friends. And I want to say Coach is in town and Coach is like making fun of Nick for being all domestic with his girlfriend. He's like, oh, you're acting like a girl or blah, blah, blah. Just being sexist, I'm sure. And so Nick is like, no, nah, I'm going to be a man. We're going to go camping. And then so everyone goes camping and they get there and they're unpacking the car and they're like, where's the food, Nick? And he goes, we're going to hunt it. Uh, like, yeah. So they, Nick sets out this whole thing about they're going to hunt for their food. And at some point, Nick brings back a fish and then Jess eats the fish. But then we find out the fish was been dead the whole time. And oh, then Nick no. found a dead fish. And so then they had to take Jess to the hospital and yeah. make sure she didn't have rabies. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but that was a good one. How was that Thanksgiving? Because it was Thanksgiving that they did it. Oh, lame. Because they were going to have a big Thanksgiving dinner. And then Nick changed his mind and got insecure about it. So then they decided to go camping and that they were going to hunt for a turkey or whatever they awesome. were going to eat. Of course. And Schmidt and Jess and Cece and Winston or something, they just, like, went to the store to buy, like, food. And were yeah. like, oh, we found this in the wilderness. <laughs> and then Nick found, like, a sticker on, like, one of the apples or something. He's like, really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then last, well, it's probably not the last one. I think they actually had more. But the last one that feels worth mentioning is season four, Thanksgiving. Oh. <laughs> Iconic. Almost as good as Slapsgiving, if you will. Yeah, could argue. Yeah. Um, so I guess everyone in the loft brings a plus one for somebody else, uh-huh. which is just so funny. And Schmidt, of course, is horny and has declared it Thanksgiving. Well, because he- I think this season, everyone in the loft was single. Mm-hmm. And Schmidt was like, we're getting laid. <laughs> He's like, Thanksgiving, everybody. And then, like, wasn't the whole episode, like, Schmidt was trying to get Jess to bring Cece? Well... I don't know, because I know that Schmidt got Cece. Like, Schmidt drew Cece, so he would have to bring her a date. And he, the whole time... Oh, Cece was, like, in on the, on the, like, the plus one situation. Yeah, Cece was there. Got yeah, it. Like, her name was in the, the the thing to draw names or whatever. And But the whole time, Cece's date wasn't there. And Cece was like, I know you didn't invite anyone for me so that I would, you know, get with, with you. End up with you, yeah. And then he's like, no, his name's blah, blah, blah. He's coming. He's stuck in traffic, whatever. And no one believed him. And then Cece and Schmidt were, like, really kind of, like, having fun and, like, playing games or something. And then Cece went to open the door and her date actually showed up. He's like, sorry. Like, had all these big excuses. And then she, like, pretended not to speak English and (laughs) shut the door on him. Fantastic. That was cute. That was also when Jess started dating that, um... I can't remember his name, but it was the British teacher that worked at her school. He was cute. Oh, that guy. I want to say his name was Ren, but I feel like that yeah, was... Yeah, that was, sounds right. Was that his name? Ren? Because why do I feel yeah. like that was that actor's name in Pretty Little Liars? Oh. <laughs> yeah. 
Will just yeah. forever be Ren to me. Oh, what was his name? I can't remember. I have no idea. But it was Ren and Pretty Liars. I knew it sounded familiar. You were like, yeah, that's right. Well, Nick, <laughs> that was the episode that Nick brought Tran. <laughs> but then Tran's granddaughter or daughter picked him up and then Nick started dating her for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tran. Oh, Thanksgiving. Okay, I have a contender. So, uh, Gilmore Girls has a good Thanksgiving episode. Oh, yes. Okay. One of, honestly, one of my favorite episodes. It's a really good one. Um, They kind of overbook for Thanksgiving. And it's when... Don't they um, go to, like, four different... Or Yes, they do four. Yes, they go to four. So, they do the Kims. So, they go to Lane's house. And then they go to Suki's. And then they go to Luke's and then they go to their grandparents. Oh, my gosh. And when that happened, then they were like, well, we got to cancel one. We can't eat four Thanksgiving dinners. So they were then they were going to cancel Luke's. But then they told Luke they had to not come. And then he got really sad. Yeah. And they were like, is it just me or did he get sad? And they're like, no, he got sad. And then they were like, they like backtracked. And they're like, no, we can actually make it. It's fine. And he's like, no, you don't have to. Like, blah, blah, blah. And so, yeah, they ended up doing all of it. And they're like, we'll just skip the rolls. Like, like yeah. that's how we'll eat everything. Gotta keep it we'll light. Skip the rolls. And then they ended up not staying and eating at their grandparents' house. And then so they ended up going back to Luke's after. And uh, but Lorelai snuck the rolls. Like she like <laughs> took like a bunch of rolls in her purse. Oh like, my god! Every time. That was a good one. That was also when Rory had just broken up with. Dean and was starting to date Jess oh. and was trying to figure out the PDA situation because she oh, yeah. never had a second boyfriend before. She was like, I just don't know how this whole second boyfriend thing works. And then Lorelai's like, well, it's your first second boyfriend. You'll figure it out. <laughs> like, um, But no, that was a really, that was a good one. That one is also Suki gets drunk because Jackson's family is in town and wants to deep fry the turkey this year so Suki's like sitting out and not cooking so she just decides to drink margaritas (laughs) and Lorelai and Rory go back there after like towards the end of the day and Suki is so hammered and is talking and they're like oh they've deep fried everything they like they deep fried my salad bowl they tried (laughs) to deep fry their cousin but I chimed in on that one And she goes, she's like laughing. And then she looks at them and she goes, am I laughing or crying? And they go laughing. She was like, oh, good. (laughs) She's like, I'm in the stages of denial. And she's like, "Uh, grief, something. And she's like, and I don't remember what these other ones were, but they were served on the rocks with salt. (laughs) Such a good episode. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's fun. I can like tell you what they're wearing and everything. Oh, my gosh. I've seen it a lot. It's cute. Oh, my gosh. All right, well, I think I have one more. Fantastic. It is our good old trusty Grey's Anatomy. Oh. They did have a Thanksgiving episode in season two. Izzy tries to make Thanksgiving dinner at Meredith's house. And I don't know. She's, like, pretty good. She's not, like, failing. Like, I remember other scenes from Grey's Anatomy where people just like didn't know how to cook but Izzy was like doing pretty well but it was just like a lot for one person and nobody else wanted to help and everybody was like I'm gonna go to the hospital and work. Is it the one where Burke shows up? Yes so Mm. Burke shows up and helps her throws on the apron and everything and Christina like (laughs) abandons them and goes and hides out of the hospital. Well she's like drinking most of the time and then like leaves right? No I don't think I don't know I I guess I'd have to rewatch it, but I feel like they all just go to yes. work. Okay, yeah. maybe Christina did start drinking, but she did go to work, and they so they all went to the hospital. So like Christina, Alex, and Meredith were all at the hospital. Like Meredith and Alex for sure were just avoiding straight avoiding Thanksgiving for sure, yeah. and just like acting like they were trying to pick up cases and whatever well that was a time too when alex had to retake his intern test yeah and meredith was helping him study because she was the only one that knew and it was also the time after alex didn't kiss izzy on the date and izzy was mad at him yeah so alex was avoiding her too yeah yeah and then george was off hunting a turkey with his family (laughs) yes oh georgie georgie name a car (laughs) 
Absolutely. That was good. Well, because Burke, like, kind of chimed in, like, was kind of helping Izzy cook the dinner, and Christina was like, I have to get out of here. Yeah. This is my hell. Yeah. But then they all ended up showing up for Thanksgiving dinner, and Izzy was, like, done being annoyed about it, and... Because they all are, like, standing outside the door, and they're like, what do you mean you're not here? What, where have you been? Like, Yeah. And then didn't, like, Derek show up and, like, like a couple of other people showed up? I don't think Derek showed up because that was um, – Addison was around because that was season two. That was after Addison showed up, so they had broken up. Yeah, you're right. Um, I think it was just Meredith. It's just the interns and Burke? No. Somebody else was there. Bailey could have showed up. I think Bailey showed up. Anyways. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that was good. Okay, and then I have an honorary mention. Okay. A throwback. Ooh. A classic. A must-see. A Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Oh, duh. <laughs> I tried to hype that one up just as much as I hyped up the Halloween one. Yeah. And you were so disappointed both times. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ooh, what is it? <laughs> Can't wait to find out. I could have waited. <laughs> I don't remember much about that. I wasn't a big, like, I didn't watch Charlie Brown, like, every year. I feel like, is it, is there a Thanksgiving one? Because I feel like I remember more about The Great Pumpkin. Yeah. Is that the same thing? I have no idea. You're asking the wrong person. Got it. I was just throwing that out there. There could be. There could be. It would make sense. It's a very Charlie Brown thing to to do, to have one each holiday. Yeah. Was there a Charlie Brown 4th of July? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. A Charlie what Brown's is, Independence Day. Is it a Charlie Brown Christmas? Is that the one with yeah. Lionel and the blanket and the and the Christmas tree? There's definitely a Christmas tree. I know that much. The little sad baby Christmas tree. Anyways. I don't know. <laughs> Someone let us know about that. Clearly, we don't know much about Charlie Brown, but... <laughs> I always feel like I have to include him, though. I have, like, a funny mention. I don't know if you've seen... Have you seen um, John Mulaney's Kid Gorgeous special? So he tells a story about his then-wife, who is Jewish. And one day, they were just talking about, like, the painting The Last Supper. And... Because they were going to paint their dog into the portrait, like, nice. of The Last Supper. And she was like, yeah, like, she could just be there in front of the turkey and then have all the, like, everyone around her. And he goes, whoa, hold on, hold on. What, what do you think they're eating here? Like, what do you think <laughs> this is? And she goes, well, you know I don't know this. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. And he's just like, no, no. Like, I understand you were raised Jewish. I, it's fine. I'm not, you know. But, like, what do you think <laughs> this dinner is? <laughs> and she goes, I don't want to say it. And he goes, just, what do you, what is it? And then she goes, Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, no. But that's that's a pretty good thing. Oh no! Oh, that's so funny. It's funny. That's a great comedy special too. I but yeah, it. all right. That's a wrap on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is in a couple weeks. What are you thankful for, Jess? What am I thankful for? Yeah, I'm thankful for our friendship. Ah. I'm thankful for really good movies. Same. And TV that make me emotional. Um. No real talk. I'm thankful for a lot of things. I'm thankful for. My life and my friends and my family, you know, I have a roof over my head and a great job that I love and I can't complain. I get to do this podcast, which is so much fun. We have a lot of fun every week. Um, So, yeah. What about you? Ditto, man. I'm happy. I'm thankful that I'm healthy. I have a roof over my head. I have food in my stomach. Yeah. Um, I have a job I love. I have friends I love. I have a support system. Um, you got a good life. Yeah. I'm also thankful for Miles Teller's thighs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Ba-dum-bum. laughs> All right. Well, we realized this Thanksgiving episode was a little bit early, but we are so excited to talk about Wakanda Forever next week. Yes. It's a new release. It's Marvel. Black Panther was my favorite Marvel movie. So obviously I'm hyped. It's going to be so good. 
Not to mention um, that little callback to Chadwick on the red carpet. Dude. Oh, my I will cry God. right now. The way Letitia Wright looked on that red carpet. So good. I can't get over it. You can't tell me she's not the next Black Panther. Like She is. To, I know. We all know. They're trying to hide it, and they're not doing a very good job they're not. at it. She's There's, the center of the poster. Like, I know. hello. I know. No, we all know. We all know it's going to go down. I'm actually, like, trying not to read too many of the theories and the comics because the last time I did that for Doctor Strange, everybody that was saying, like, oh, this happened in the comics, that's exactly what happened in the movie. Yeah, word for word. Which I get it. Great. We're following the comics. I love the accuracy. Great. But I don't want to know. Yeah. I'll know after. I like to be surprised. I'm ready for the Kendrick album. I'm ready for the Rihanna feature that just came out. Mm-hmm. Like, that, pff, she sounds so good. And I'm ready for, I feel like I've emotionally accepted that Shuri is going to be the next Black Panther. So I'm just excited to see how they do it in the movie. Yeah. I can't believe that comes out on Friday. Like, bro. I'm stoked. I'm so excited. It's All right. So we're going to so talk about that next week. Yeah. Make sure you guys tune in. Also, make sure you follow us on Instagram and t- TikTok. We are at Subtitles on or off podcast, and we are on Twitter at S O O O podcast. Bye. Bye.